Adventure. Mount Pumlet on W4CY Radio. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY radio, and I'm very excited about our next guest who is actually on tour and calling us from on tour, so I'd like to welcome to the show Cobra. Hey, everyone. How you doing? How's it going? So what part of the world are you in right now? So right now we are in Las Vegas. We just got here um, about 15 minutes ago, actually, so... I'm in the lobby of the Hard Rock Hotel, just off the Strip, and um, we're going to be here for a couple days waiting for uh, the next tour date, which is a headliner, actually, which will be nice. Very nice. So, yeah, and you guys have a new uh, album out, which is very exciting, called Evolution. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we have a brand new album. It's our studio record, and to me, I think it's a really defining album for the band. And it uh, is quite a strong album that stands on its own legs. If you're a fan of hard rock and heavy metal, this is one to check out. Um, it's quite melodic, and I think that it also is unique. It's It's got something that is fresh and that you haven't heard before. So um, that's all I can say in a summarization, I guess, of the record. And it's about evolution itself, evolution of the band, and also my personal self-development and journey so far in my life. Um, and and navigating through this industry. Yeah, and one of the songs on the album is uh, your lyrics are directly about your navigation through the industry. Uh, and uh, so tell us more about that. What what has it been like, you know, as being a front woman in this music industry and from the beginning till now and the changes you've seen? Oh, man, you know, it's uh, wild because we were part of the kind 2007 um i was uh, i started the band around 2007 uh the groundwork for this project before it was called cobra and lotus it was called lotus and um we've seen so many changes from the digital aspect of people just moving towards uh streaming platforms and not buying records anymore um to also social media just taking full-blown control of things um when i started this band we used to have street teams that would go out and poster all the polls in the city you know with the show and get people excited for the music that was coming into town nowadays it's facebook ads and instagram ads and you got to just hope that people are going to come across it and um in my opinion, I think it's been a detriment to especially organic music that doesn't circulate on the radio as much. So for metal and uh, alternative bands, um, I think it's made the game a lot tougher. You know what? I, I would tend to agree with you as somebody that comes from the times where we used to trade these underground and these tapes through these underground rags, you know, right. and... And uh, that would seem like it would be more difficult, but it seemed like it was a lot easier than what we have now. Yeah, and people were excited, right? You had to make effort to meet each other. It was uh, an event to come out and probably trade those things. 
um, just like shows, you know, shows used to be really cool things that people would spend their free time going to and it was like the event of the weekend. Um, now I'm just finding, uh, especially too, because younger generations are growing up with social media, the uh, attention span is even shorter than ever and you can't keep people amused very long also. Um, it's not the same thing when a music video comes out anymore either. I used to watch Power Hour on TV on TV when I was growing up, and we'd wait until after midnight, you know, for all the hard rock and heavy metal music videos to come on, and we'd just think those were so cool and find things to be inspired by. And, uh, you, you know, of course, there's a lot of inspiration around. It's just a very different climate, and I... I've had a tough time adjusting to it. I don't know how to navigate it properly with my band, actually. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, you know, and even the like you're talking about the attention thing, I talk about that all the time. I, I always like to say people don't have ADD, society has ADD. And, you know, you have yeah. these this click, click, click mentality. Like you when, when I was younger, you got an album and it was a whole experience. And, you, you know, it, the mm -hmm. whole... And you listened to the whole album and you read the lyrics while you're listening to it. It was like, yeah. it was something you did opposed to... Artwork. No, I think for sure. I I also think it's a conditioning, you know, like we can condition ourselves to be directed a certain way. So I don't think people are as ADD as we're behaving in today's culture. We're just conditioning ourselves to really be that way that like you said the click 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 the instant gratification is really through the roof these days a selfie dominates anything important it's a really wild time oh yeah totally you know it's funny that you should mention about the programming because i'm a big believer in that i mean it, it has gone on since the beginning of history and i think this is just another avenue we program people with these labels that they accept graciously and they make it their, you know, problem that this stuff is going on instead of society as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And we can feed into our uh, excuses, you know, <laughs> a little easier. Exactly. And, and it, you know, it's very easy to like, oh, it's acceptable because I have this. And, you know, and I think that's yeah. all part of programming. It's like, and the powers that be are making billions of dollars in this programming in many different arenas. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's a strange time. That's how I've been explaining it. I think it's actually a really strange time for society right now because of social media. Yeah, no doubt. And I, I do feel bad for a lot of artists because it makes it that much harder for multiple reasons, even the good reasons. Like they say, the good reasons are, you know, so anybody can produce music now. And I view that also as a bad reason. Like, I don't think just anybody should be able to produce music, just like not just anybody should be able to produce a radio show or a podcast. There was something special about these things before and it kind of loses its specialness if anybody can sit and just do it and not necessarily be good at it, but they can still do it. It's actually interesting you um, brought that up about production because, uh, yeah, I, there are a lot of like uh, great things that have come out of, I mean, I think that Billie Eilish project came from her and her brother producing from their house, which, you know, there's like exceptional things that have come from this. 
But at, at the same time, it, just like you said, um, this producer we just worked with who uh, is acclaimed for projects specifically with Miles Kennedy, I would say, like Slash, Alter Bridge, uh, Tremonti, right. you know, Creed, whatever. Um, he is a brilliant producer. Oh, my God. I just loved working with him. And uh, he's so quiet. You know, he's not on social media. Actually, a lot of these guys from that time and beyond that time are not. They're not. That's not where they live. And they've got this epic legacy. And uh, meanwhile, I feel like I've seen uh, hundreds of profiles that where kids are labeling themselves as producers before they've actually put anything out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and these like real producers that could teach them a lot of things are um, just kind of hidden and not not known, like the history is not being brought forward. Well, you know, it's by you mentioned, too, about the teaching, because that's another thing, too. Just just because you watch a Google video doesn't mean you know how to do something like I, I have. I have people that even work for me. They're like. Well, I'll just Google how to do it. I'm like, no, I am setting up a professional training to do it right, not some amateur that's doing some video that's going to teach you how to do it maybe right. Yeah, and I mean, I think that um, life experience also can't be uh, can't be swapped for anything, you know, um, from who like teachings and also from your own like falling down and getting back up. I look at it like self-development also that way, you know, I think that uh, a lot of people think they can just go on YouTube and watch like a, a meditation video and think that they're working on their inner turmoil, but it often doesn't go that way. Yeah. <laughs> you got to really dive into the work like in a really hands-on way or some way that is painful, you know, like to really get through some shit. Um, but I've, I've uh, bumped into a lot of that, you know, people that have read like The Art of Not giving a fuck and they've got a different mentality about how they uh, understand life better than everyone now. And um, I think it's just deeper than that, you know? It, that's one tool in your arsenal, but you gotta keep going and go further than that. Well, you know, it's funny because you hit the other side of my personality because I'm also a motivational speaker, but I started out attending seminars, reading every book there was, listening to every audio pro, and just immersing myself in uh, personal development, self-help, not watching a couple of videos. And now all of a sudden, you know, I do a couple memes on Facebook and I'm Mr. Coach, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk more about what's going to be going on now. You, you know, you're on tour. What else do you have going on that you want the listeners to know, uh, you know, with the album, with tour dates and anything else? Sure. So, um, our new album just came out on September 20th. It's called Evolution. Um, we uh, are currently on tour with Sebastian Bach. It's just us and him. We're direct support, and he is doing his Skid Row 30 tour, which means he's playing the first two records of Skid Row, which has been pretty epic, and it's been really fun to see people also li reliving their nostalgic moments of when they were around when the record came out, you know, so they're just losing their minds and um, we're having a really good time with them. Uh, we have still quite a few dates left. We're going to be on the road till November 2nd and um, so far we have a Las Vegas, Nevada headlining show coming up, which I would recommend if anyone's in the area to come on out and enjoy some good old fashioned, uh, high impact, high energy rock and roll and metal 
it's a really good time. Um, we're going to be going through Ramona, Los Angeles, Tucson, Arizona, Roswell, New Mexico, Oklahoma City, and then a bunch of dates in Texas, quite a few dates in Florida. We have one in Georgia, in Savannah on October 31st, and we are going to be dressed spooky and um, going to get funky for that show. So I'm really looking forward to our first show on Halloween ever. And that's uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. And that's actually the end of the tour dates for this band for this year. So if anyone is around those and wants to check out the, the project, um, these are the final ones. And that's the only areas we'll be in. So that's all for now. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, on my birthday, you're playing at one of my old haunts, the Whiskey. I'll actually be up in Sacramento at Aftershock, though, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, you're playing the Whiskey on the 11th and 12th, so that's cool. And uh, our main location is down here in South Florida. So, like you said, you're going to be down here in Florida. Uh, I know November 1st, you're going to be on the West Coast, I believe, uh, in Fort Myers. Let me see what else you have here in Florida for us down here. Uh, so tell me what, and while I'm doing that too, what is your favorite, has been your favorite place to play throughout your career? Oh man, it's really challenging to pick one. Um, there's been quite a lot of highlights. I have like a handful that really stick out for me. Um, one was the first uh, festival we ever played, which was in 2012. It was Sonosphere Spain, and that was just killer because we hadn't played a big European festival before that time. Um, I'd say Russia really uh, stands out just because the, not just like the architecture of cities like Moscow uh, are mind-blowing and huge, but uh, the people were just amazing and so loud and passionate. Um, and um, Spain in general, actually, I really enjoy Spain because everyone sings and they sing with you and they sometimes they sing louder than you and it's just it's a crazy feeling to like hear people that you know sing along with the music that that way and that really is the place where they do that the most. Um, we haven't been to South America as a band, but I've been there with a super group called Metal All Stars when I was 25, and that was also really amazing so I would say that and if I pick one in the states I mean we've had a lot on this tour we had a great time in Albuquerque New Mexico yesterday Atlanta nice. was really fun um, I mean the whole tour is fun so I don't want to leave anyone out but those two shows you know I don't know there was something just sometimes there's just like a magic in the air and uh when we were touring in 2014 with Kiss and Def Leppard on Kiss's 40th anniversary tour, um, we had mostly like half full amphitheaters or arenas when we would play and it was really tough to uh, wrangle people's attention in because we were like ants on a stage with no production, you know, in front of Def Leppard and Kiss's stuff and uh, everyone was just there to party and see their favorite iconic bands. Um, but Nashville at the Bridgestone Arena was completely full when we played and it was crazy and they were loud and there were 20,000 people screaming and I'll never forget that. Very nice. 
Those are all cool stories, and definitely it's like kind of cool, isn't it? How you go to different countries and the way crowds uh, react is different where you go in the world. Yeah, no, it's very, very interesting to see um, how different demographics are, and even in the same country, the demographics will change. Uh, like England is one of those places where there are some really um, rowdy audiences and then there are some that we've just learned to expect like a more observational crowd uh they really enjoy just sitting back chilling and watching the music and then and when you end the song it's like Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that's great um, but we know it now you know finland is kind of one of those places too uh we never really know what it's going to be like in helsinki it could be super reserved and it could be loud but um People are just different, you know? They're just culturally different, and it's cool to experience. Absolutely, no doubt about it. You'll be in Orlando on the 30th, and uh, oh, that Halloween show you said, that it's funny because you're going from Florida up to Savannah in Georgia for the Halloween show, and you're playing in Miramar on October 26th, and then you come back to Florida. People don't like to come back and forth to Florida, so that's pretty cool that you're doing that. <laughs> Yeah, it is actually really awesome because we haven't spent much time in Florida. I think yeah, nobody likes to come here. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't understand because Florida is great. And we just did the record in Orlando for several months. So we were relocated there. And um, we love Florida, you know. Uh, but I don't know why it's always skipped on the tours. Um, we've been to... I think Fort Lauderdale and it was called Winter Town or something when just outside of Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Winter uh Park. Winter Park, yeah. And that was with Fear Factory. And so that was like 2013 is a while ago and several records ago and um it was four records ago if you can believe that. And That's uh, wild. Yeah. And then we did the Kiss one, which was just a, a couple in Orlando, um, and that was three records ago again. So it's time for us to come through Florida. I'm really, really stoked that he's got a couple dates on this tour. Nice. Well, we're stoked too, and uh, you know we're glad you're here. We're glad you have new music. It is badass. So I hope our listeners check it out if they haven't already. And. Why don't you tell everybody how they can connect you on social media, buy the new music, and all that great stuff. Um, sure. So you can find all of our information on cobraandthelotus.com. That's cobra with a K. Um, and also we have uh, an Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook page um, where we update things regularly. Not so much Twitter, but uh, we are active on Instagram and Facebook. And those can all be found as Cobra and the Lotus, um, except for Twitter is KTL official, which is very confusing. Just look for Cobra and the Lotus and you'll find everything <laughs> on our website. <laughs> um, and for myself, uh, I probably update things more regularly than the band stuff because I am the one behind everything and um, I can only do so much. So Cobra page is my name and I post our tour dates and everything quite often. Very cool. And this will be a cool interview because you'll have a little Bob Dylan as your background music for the interview. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a very appropriate hotel lobby, actually, I would say. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be in any hotel, it should be the hard rock to do a, an interview, I for know, sure. right? And I'm sitting between two, um, two cases. One has Madonna's outfit, and the other side has Orianti's outfit. So it's pretty – Michael Jackson's glove is over there. Sid nice. Vicious's necklace – his lock is on the other side just looking around I'm just like yeah you know this is very appropriate <laughs> yeah so if they had something of yours there what would it be it would definitely be an outfit because I put so much effort into my stage clothes and um, I'm gonna actually try uh, next year in the early new year to photograph a lot of my clothing because um, it's actually really ornate and detailed and uh, some of it's pretty out there because I really like high fashion. So I would say it would be an outfit. I have some, uh, some gold outfits and um, I have all kinds of different things that are pretty wild. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. Well, I'm glad you're going uh, on tour great music uh and i uh, hope everybody checks you out connects to you and uh, buys the new album any final words for our listeners um the only final words i have are try to come out to a show you know uh, i dare you to try something different it, we won't disappoint you it'll be a lot of fun and also to everyone supporting music and listening to whoever you guys love to listen to uh thank you for using legitimate streaming platforms um, or radios or uh, buying the discs, whatever you do. Um, it really does affect, sorry, there's some children somewhere. It really affects the artists if you uh, use legitimate ways to listen to your music. So I thank you all for making effort and doing that. It keeps us going. Well, we thank you for making great music and uh... I hope you have a blast there in Vegas. Thank you very much. You Thank got you. it. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio.